In pharmacy school, we're taught about being healthcare teams, but in practice, we feel like we're in a silo. Yet that notion of being a team is truly available to us. We just have to pause and start asking questions. We have a great example in today's episode with Courtney helping us understand how to engage our patients in those care conversations. Welcome to Level Up Your Pharmacy Practice, a podcast you can tune into each week to learn about best practices, new technologies, and staffing resources to level up your pharmacy practice. In this week's episode, Jake Galdo talks with Courtney Tegas, a clinical pharmacist at Towncast Pharmacy and a PGY1 resident at the University of Iowa, about the importance of documenting your patient's serum creatinine. Let's listen in. Welcome, Courtney Tegas, and I'm really excited for you to uh, join us on today's episode. Can you kind of introduce yourself to the audience? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so like you said, I'm Courtney. I'm from Marion, Iowa, which is right next to Cedar Rapids. For those who don't know, I went to the University of Iowa where I got my undergraduate degree and then stayed there and continued my education to get my PharmD degree there. So I've been there a while, really like the Hawkeyes, always a Hawks fan. Um, and then now I'm at Towncrest Pharmacy pursuing my community residency. Awesome. So why, why community pharmacy residency? What motivates you to jump into that? Yeah, so I've always, always known I wanted to do community. I knew I wasn't much of a hospital goer. I liked being, I love patient communication. I love talking to the patients and being, I just want a way to be able to help prevent them from getting hospitalized. And I think a community pharmacy and doing the services we do here is a great way to prevent hospitalizations in the future. I think that's really exciting. It's, you know, and that's oftentimes what a lot of community pharmacists say. You know, it's a, it's a combination of I want to talk to the person in front of me more than once in their lifetime. I want to see them every month as they come in for their, their medications. Or we want to, you know, I remember when I was in school and I was in an IC rotation and it went COPD, COPD, pneumonia, COPD, COPD, pneumonia. And it's all the stuff that we can prevent in the community or at least help mitigate from going to the ICU. And so it's exciting that you continue in that passion to really help out patients in the community pharmacy setting. And so with that in mind, you know, you're at Towncrest, everybody knows about Towncrest Pharmacy. It's pretty innovative practice, lots of cool things going on. And I'm sure you have a lot of projects ongoing right now. Can you tell me about one of your, your projects, possibly like a quality improvement project that you're doing? Yeah, so here at Towncrest, we are taking serum creatinines. We're asking the patients, like, what your serum creatinine is. Most of the patients, you know, don't know off their head, but it get conversation going, oh, what's that? Do I need to know about that? And we can educate them and let them know about, you know, medications do get cleared renally and serum creatinine is can test renal function and see how the renals your kidneys are performing. So being able to have that conversation. And if they say they don't know, we ask, you know, can we contact your doctor about that. Oh, sure. No problem. I'd like to know too. 
So we go ahead and fax it on our end, and then we get the serum creatinine back, and then we determine whether or not, you know, if the serum creatinine is out of range, um, can there be clinical interventions made and made recommendations back to the doctor on that? Otherwise, it's just nice to have just to make sure, you know, this is what we're assessing. This is what happened in 2021. And then future-wise, you know, did it change? Did they get added on a medication that could be having like acute renal failure and monitoring from there? It really sounds like you've talked to some sweet elderly patients that are just really excited about this new number that they can have that they can track. You know, we started asking about pediatric weights at our pharmacy, and we initially got a lot of like, why are you asking that? And it's like, well, because uh, drugs are dosed on your weight, and I'd like to know your weight to make sure your dose is right. And they're like, hold up. Yes. Let me get on the scale and tell you. Let me call this person and tell you your weight. So I think that's really, really exciting that you're getting a similar reaction to serum creatinine. To your point, something that we don't often even think about or even know, like no patient, or that's, that, that's not a number that they, they know of, really. I'm going to jump on something that you mentioned a moment ago. You, you, you engage your patients, and then you, you said that you fax off a RN, or did I miss here, or is that like a special town crest jargon for a special, special form? So we have like a farm clin database where we're able to create a soap note and the soap note like says like JB is a patient of Towncrest Pharmacy to better gather like information. Could you please send over a serum creatinine and then we fax that soap note to the doctor's office. Oh, awesome. That makes it nice and easy then, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you guys have been doing this for a while. Have you had any changes? Have you noticed anything? Like what, what are some patient stories? Yeah. So... Serum creatinine, what do they hound you in pharmacy school? How do you calculate Cockroft Golf? And you know, you need serum creatinine in there. And so that plays kind of a role, like can we calculate the serum creatinine, but also like they send over sometimes like GFR information. So I had an elderly patient on metformin and we know metformin about the kidneys can impact it. So I had the GFR was less, it was about 20. And they were still on 20,000 or 2,000, sorry, excuse me, 2,000 milligrams of metformin per day. It, it probably <laughs> felt like 20,000 to them because they weren't able to excrete it. So you're right. <laughs> yeah. So looking at that, we're just like, whoa, hold up. And then I was able to get their A1C value as well. And their A1C was less at goal. It was less than 7%. And so considering, you know, does this patient really need to be on metformin and having that intervention made with the doctor, we we're able to have that patient stop metformin. So that was really nice to see that, you know, just gathering that information led to an intervention that could potentially help the patient long-term. I mean, that's really exciting. So, you know, the other thing that I think about is when we, when we consider serum creatinine, if you were to tell me get serum creatinine in all my patients, that seems daunting. So have you started doing every single patient or is there like a specific population that you focus in on? We've been going, I believe it's 65 and older, I believe, and then gathering okay. those information and targeting it, but now kind of dipping into, I believe there's some patients that are 50 and older. I just, when you think of like serum creatinine, I remember like being on my like APPE rotations and being like in a community pharmacy, I'm like, oh man, I would just love to know this patient's renal function, you know, because you can't see it. You can't see it on like a lot of other community platforms. So thinking, you know, should this patient really be on it? But if you're going to question it to the patient, they're going to be like, well, my doctor said to do it. And you have nothing else to go based off of. So it's nice to see like, you know, I'm finally being able to see those kidney functions and whatnot. I mean, it's a really good point. And it's almost like we, uh, you're getting spoiled as a practitioner because now that that's your expectation is that every patient is going to provide you serum creatinine so you feel confident 
in what you're dispensing, which in hindsight, that phrasing sounds terrible because I mean, for the last 10 years that I've been dispensing, I haven't been confident because I don't have theampretinine. But, you know, we've already seen from your story that one patient has already had a dramatic impact and you've influenced their life with this intervention. How else do you think serum creatinine can impact practice? Well, I think just as like a collaborative practice, you're contacting the doctor or you're contacting the patient, you are building those relationships that, you know, whether if it is serum creatinine or a different function, liver function, or you just want to get more information that you've built that trust and rapport with the patient, as well as with the providers that maybe like interventions later on will make an impact if then they'd be more receptive to your responses of like, okay, you know this patient well, what can you recommend? Oh, I'll accept that recommendation and then move forward with that. Awesome. So, I mean, it's really, and in some regards, it's almost like what we just talked about, it's changing how we practice. It's no longer lick it and stick it. It's more about optimizing what's, what's going to the patient in front of us. Yes. Awesome. Any advice to pharmacists on, or pharmacy technicians on how they can implement this in their practice? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is, I like to think all pharmacists are clinical pharmacists, whether you're a retailer or hospital, we're all clinical pharmacists. It's just kind of changing, you know, okay, we're dispensing this medication. Okay, we know it's going to be renally cleared. You know, what is the, like, what is their symptom? What is their GFR? And just having a conversation with the patient, talking to them. Oftentimes they like a good conversation, whether or not they know it or not, but it's just bringing it to the table and then being able to find more information and going almost above and beyond what we normally do, but to provide better patient care. I mean, we're all in healthcare. We're all wanting to help the patient and what's the best way to help the patient, providing more services, showing you care, all those types of things. There's a pharmacist over there in North Carolina. He gives out free fruit, but I think it's because he wants the cobblers to come back. So when you get to that stage, let me know and ship them down here to Alabama. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, perfect. Well, Courtney, any other thoughts or comments that you want to provide the the audience in regards to this subject? It's a great way to start a conversation and start doing it. I highly recommend it. (laughs) That sounds perfect. Just jump on in and start asking questions. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. This was a really exciting episode with a really exciting guest. We saw where Courtney is able to leverage the the foundation and structure of her community pharmacy to offer a new quality improvement project, engaging patients in their serum creatinine to make sure that the medications are dosed appropriately. This has been led through collaborative care by building trust and establishing rapport with both physicians and patients in her community. And we see where anybody in any practice is able to really do this. And we just have to start by asking those questions of our patients. What's your serum creatinine? And let's document it to make a difference.